Hello and welcome to Hyrule Historian, Episode 4, Ocarina of Time. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Ocarina of Time, that game's story. It's a huge event. And after this, the timeline starts to get a little confusing. Quick note, we're going to skip over... Four Swords, being that it kind of just goes like this. It's a Zelda gets kidnapped by Vaddy. Link draws the Four Sword, becomes four Links. It's a multiplayer adventure where it's not very good. It's different with Four Swords Adventures, so we will cover that in a different episode, being that it is a separate uh, thingy on the timeline. But now, let's just jump into Ocarina of Time. It's going to be a long one today. So it all starts out in the Korakiri Forest. Or, let's just start from the beginning. Link isn't exactly... I don't think he's from Hyrule exactly. I don't. We don't know his real origin. Basically, his mother fled the, some castle from a different country... And went into the Lost Woods on accident. She was gravely wounded, died, leaving Link in front of the Great Deku Tree. So he was raised as a Korakiri in the Korakiri Forest. For some reason, he never gets a fairy, which all Korakiri do eventually get fairies. But Link never got his until one day where, where the Great Deku Tree gets cursed... By Gondorf. Or Ganondorf. It's spelled Ganondorf, but I call him Gondorf. Sounds better. So basically, he gets cursed and all. Then, Link Link goes on. Well, Link finds... Well, okay. So, the Great Deku Tree instructs Navi... To come to Link. And you kind of get it. He comes to... Navi comes to Link. And joins him. Telling that the Great Deku Tree needs to be summoned. He gets a sword and shield from throughout the forest. And meets with the Great Deku Tree. Deku. Now... Now... The Deku Tree tells Link that he is cursed. Well, the Deku Tree is cursed, not Link. Link is perfectly fine. So he goes inside the Deku Tree. And inside he finds Goma, a monstrous being being sent by Gondorf to find the Korakiri Emerald. Link defeats Goma, gets the Emerald, and is instructed... With the Great Deku Tree's dying breath to take it to Princess Zelda, the Princess of Hyrule. So he. Sierra, Link's closest friend, gives Link an ocarina, which does very much affect the rest of the game up until when he gets the ocarina of time. So he travels to Hyrule Castle. Oh. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of the game, is where you cut, 
it's more of a stealth mission where you have to get inside the castle, being that the guards won't let you. But then we see Princess Zelda in the courtyard spying on Gondorf. Yeah, just spying. Because she knows that Gondorf is a bad man, but the king trusts him. We don't we don't exactly find out why the king trusts him, but later in the game he gets assassinated by Gondorf. Or in the book at least. We don't really know what happens to the king of Hyrule. Oh exactly since we don't exactly see him in the game or in the book. Basically you meet Zelda and Impa, Impa instruct Zelda instructs you to go collect the other two spiritual stones. So, one's in Death Mountain, one's in Zora's Domain. So, he travels to Death Mountain first. He meets the Gorons. The Gorons have a big problem. Apparently, Dodongo has been acting up. Well, King Dodongo, all of the Dodongos are acting up. And being really annoying. And there's a boulder blocking the cavern where the Gorons get their food while they eat rocks. Now, there's a boulder, so why not eat the boulder? We don't know. We don't. But, well, Link destroys it, defeats King Dodongo, go inside and claim, in, in exchange, Durania, the leader of the Gorons, gives him... The, the Goron's Ruby. And not just from here. We got a lot more to cover in this episode. Basically, now's your chance in the game story to meet Imponia. Well, Eponia. I don't even know. I just call him the horse Imponia. You learn her song so later in the game you can, you can take Imponia as your mount. But then you travel to Zora's Domain. Now they got a real weird problem. So Princess Rudo has gone inside Lord Jabu Jabu. In the book it's to hide. I think in the game that's also the case. Because of some random thing her father did. So basically you have to go find a note. In Lake Hylia, with the Zora scale, which allows you to stay underwater for more time. So once you do this, is you show it to King, to the King Zora, and he'll let you through to Zora's domain. Now here's where it gets interesting. So apparently now Gondorf has also cursed Lord Jabu Jabu. Basically, giant fish that eats Link if you bring him a fish. I don't get it at all. So uh, in a couple of rooms, you'll find Princess Rudo, and she doesn't want to go back without the spiritual stone. Apparently, she dropped it somewhere. This is one of the most annoying dungeons of the game, being that you have to carry her around the entire dungeon. But, yeah, it was really annoying, but I've done it. So once you find the stone, she is cap. Princess Rudo is captured, ruled by Dumb and Octopus. 
I'm not exactly sure by the mini, but it was by the mini boss. And and she disappears with the Zora Sapphire, the third spiritual stone. So you work your way through the rest of the dungeon, and you'll find the boss. Un- you defeat it. Jabu Jabu's uncursed. Everyone goes back to normal. Until you... Link travels back to the castle. Oh, feeling victorious. Only to find Gondorf and... Gondorf and Zelda. Well, they're in... So basically, Zelda and... Young Zelda and Impa are running away on a horse... Or because Gondorf is chasing after them to t- to seize the ocarina of time. Thankfully, Zelda throws the ocarina back just in time, so Link can get it. So Gondorf asks you, "Hey, what? Did you see a horse fly by? You must have. It just went by. You can. You, it's not much of a choice. You you say no." Link says no. Then he chucks a giant ball of lightning at you. Okay. So you grab the Ocarina of Time. I go to the Temple of Time. And there you find the Master Sword. So Link finds the Master Sword. And this is where things really get interesting. He draws out the Master Sword. But he's too young to wield it. So basically... He goes into the future. Well, basically, time passes. Seven years later, he's awakened by Roaru. I'm not exactly sure if that's his name. But, yeah. So, he tells you what's happened in the past seven years. So, basically, Gondorf got the Triforce of Power and now rules Hyrule. Now, Link is the hero of time and is not a Korakiri. He is a Highland. This makes no sense. I don't get it. At all, really. It's no sense that... Like, actually, no. It does make sense. It's just a huge plot twist. In the game's mechan- in the game's story, that he wasn't a Korakiri all this time. He was a Hylian. So, apparently, he... What Link has to do to save Hyrule is awaken the six six sages. Okay, so you have to go to the So Link has to travel to each temple to get well the meta Well, basically what he has to do is to he has to awaken the sages. Once he does that, then he can then he can fight Gondorf. So basically, he first travels to the Forest Temple, where he fought, where he has to fight Phantom Ganon. Phantom Ganon is a recreation of Gondorf, and basically, you have to take him down. So once you do that, once Link does that, you you awake. Link awakens the first sage, Sierra. Now, if you remember Sierra from the beginning of this episode. She was Link's closest friend as a child. So, she gives him power, her power as a sage. She goes on to the next temple, which is the Fire Temple. This one is really fun. 
Basically, all the Gorons get captured. So you have to rescue every Goron. And once you've obtained the fire tunic from Durania's son. So Link travels inside the fire temple from... Which is in Death Mountain Crater. Once you go inside... Once Link is inside, he quickly finds Jurania going in to fight Volavaga, which is a dragon that you uh, that was awakened from a very deep slumber. Like this guy's been sleeping for a couple thousand years. Now he needs the mega megaton hammer, but he doesn't have it. So he goes in, dies fighting. Once you arrive there, you have to take up the master sword and kill Volavaga. Kind of dark, but you do obtain the Megaton Hammer. Now once Link has done this, Zerunia becomes a sage form and gives Link his power as a sage. Next, the infamous Water Temple. So basically, Gondorf has frozen over Zora's domain entirely, so Link has to unfreeze it by diving down into, um, what was it called? Zora Lake or something is where Jabba Jabba lived, but Jabba Jabba isn't there anymore. So he dives down, finding the water temple. They're finding Morpha, the a, a water being that froze over Zora's domain. Also, the easiest boss in the game. You should have no trouble fighting it if you ever do play Ocarina of Time. Now after this. Link finds finds Princess Rudo. She's much nicer to you this time. Um, and gives her gives you her, gives Link her power as a sage. Then on to the Shadow Temple. The Shadow Temple was was just beyond Kakariko Village, not that far. Are but Link does, goes there, defeats can't remember the boss name but it was a shadow boss that they that they had sealed it was a shadow being demon that was sealed away a long time ago link finds the the lens of truth so he can see it and kill it she finds he link finds impa uh, as a sage and impa gives her power to link and finally to the Gerudo Desert. Here, there are lots of Gerudo that are going to hunt Link down. I don't know if you're not careful. So, basically, the entire premise of this is that you have to find Princess Zelda on the Haunted Wasteland. After this, you kind, you go into the Spirit Temple where you find Ga- the people who raised Gondorf, Kotake and Kotum, the twin Gerudo sisters, Urs and Master Witches, in this temple, you find the the mirror shield. It will reflect their attacks, attacks and kill them. Doing this, you'll be able to fight them, fight them, and deal some hits in. Now, Link, Link defeats the twin Rova, and their dying words are surprisingly they're arguing over who's about their age. So, I don't get that part, but now Naboru is the final sage. 
the Sage of Spirit. Finally, it's on to Gondorf's castle. All with all the sages with all the sages you can go on to fight Zelda. I didn't mention Sheik, which I should have. Sheik is basically your advisor at this point in the game. She'll help you learn uh Ocarina songs. And she is Princess Zelda. You find this out at the temp the spirit temple. I think. Um, so basically the sages go make a bridge to Ganon's castle and Link goes inside. So Link finds Ganon indoor, Gondorf, I cannot talk today, Gondorf, and it's basically the same phantom Ganon fight, then he trans... Thanks to the power of his rage, he crumbles Hyrule Castle, well, Ganon's Tower, in quotations, and he survives and turns into Ganon. You, you, he launches Link, the Master Sword out of Link's hand, so he has to use the Megaton Hammer or the Gor- or Bighorn's Sword. Big Goron sword. You can use it using either one. And then eventually the barrier will fall, allowing you to grab the Master Sword. Link finishes off Gondorf, bringing peace to Hyrule. Now, next is a bit of a split. Now, there are a couple timelines here. Next episode, we're going to be going into the Hero Fails, where the where the sages have to lock away Ganon without the help of Link, because Link dies in the fight. Then there's the hero succeeds, which we're going to do after we complete the, the hero fails, where it splits into the child and adult timelines. I'm not going to go into detail there, being that that's really complicated, but then there's one more that splits off. I'm not exactly sure about where it goes, but then it's Breath of the Wild slash Breath of the Wild 2 when it comes out. So, thank you for listening to Hyrule Historian Episode 4, Ocarina of Time. Thank you, and watch out for my next episode.